welcome to the Witchy Work Wishes podcast, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and you are joining me today for episode number 25, How to Create a Witchy Desk. But first, I always like to pull and review three things I did over the weekend to help with my witchcraft practice before jumping into the main topic. Today, though, I don't have much to pull. Since I really just spent my weekend with friends, did some wine tasting, and cleaned my home. I saved a bunch of my workings for this week with the big full moon that's coming up. This April full moon is called a pink moon. And it's special because we will be getting a full solar eclipse with it. So even if you're not a big moon magic practitioner, in general, most people are very aware of a full moon and the energy it brings. What do you do with a full moon? Well, let's start with what not to do. This is not a time for setting new intentions or making impulsive decisions. If you are looking to work with your intuition, This is also not a time for things that will alter your state of mind, like alcohol, drugs, anything that will block it. So what is it a time for? Well, a full moon is a great time to charge your crystals, um, charge your stones. It's a good time to make some full moon water and add it to your bath the following night. Uh, Full moons are all about power and success, so it's a perfect time for some business workings. This is when our intentions set with the new moon will be gaining strength and possibly be complete. So cleanse your space, meditate, and if you are looking to do some rituals or spell work, this is a good time to release, banish, empower, and heal. Special energy for the eclipse? Well, this added element to our full moon brings opportunity to work in a five-day sequence of two days before the eclipse, the day of, and then two days after the eclipse. If you have been looking to work on your own personal transformation, whether it be with addictions, your diet, smoking, maybe removing drama and chaos from your life, anything like that, this is going to be your time. A full moon eclipse is the time for change. So I actually already pulled my show notes and I have them right here so we can jump right into it. Let's start working on our witchy desk. Well, do you want a witchy desk like I do? Let's jump into it then. So I wanted to do something a little different for this podcast and grab as much information as I could on creating an organized desk and then making it a little witchy. So my typical three-step you know, podcast outline did not really work on this topic, so I am going rogue. We are letting the pieces fall as they will. My general disclaimer before starting, basically do you. you know, each of our office spaces are going to be unique. And what some of us can do in one office, others won't be able to do in their office. For me, my office space definitely has a personal touch, but only to the degree that I want others to see. So the story I tell in my office with my decorations is the 
image I want others to have of me, not necessarily me, and certainly not things that are too personal and private. So that's just what works on my end. There are some general tips to make your desk space organized, you know, witchy or no witchy. This is pretty much a good practice for all of us. So I'm really starting here and then tweaking it a little bit so we can add our witchy touches uh, to personalize things. Now, depending on how corporate your office is, you may need to tweak some of these suggestions, tips and tricks. Of course, everyone's office is going to be different. Some maybe have uh, you know, a home office, it's private, you can do whatever you want. And some are gonna be very, very corporate and structured with a little room for personal expression. So, you know, be mindful of what is going to be allowed and take what you can from these suggestions and tweak them. Tweak them to make them fit into your own individual needs. I know not everything will fit, but it's a good list to work with either way. Indeed had a great list uh, that I grabbed and then I fluffed with some witchy inserts. So Indeed says, number one, start with a clean space. This does not mean just dust or wipe down your desk. Starting with a clean space means removing everything, every single thing from your desk. So you are starting with a blank, clean space. I would physically place all of your items in another location, away from your desk. If you've ever watched an episode of the TV series Hoarders, you'll know that this is a very important step when cleaning any area. Hoarder or no hoarder, everything comes out first. Now, after everything is out, you know, out of and off of your desk, thoroughly clean it, like a deep clean. Pull the desk out from its spot and not only clean it, but under it and around it. Clean the windows and the windowsills. Um, clean up by the ceiling, you know, where the grates are for the AC and the heater vents. Uh, clean it all, the baseboards, everything. Pull bookshelves out and move things around so you can get into every nook and cranny. So witchy insert for number one, you know, for our specific needs and after everything has been thoroughly cleaned, I would open the windows, maybe have them or open a door, something so that the old energy can leave. I would then do a complete cleanse of your desk and office space. Grab your smudge stick and go through your individual routine, you know, can duplicate the one you use at home, whatever works for you, and cleanse your desk and your office space. Depending on how corporate your office is, you may need to be careful on the smudging part. Not every place is going to allow um, smoke like that to be in, and you certainly don't want to set off any alarms. So, you know, be mindful of what you think you can and cannot do. Now, if you're tied to the moon like me, um, the dark moon, basically the day before the new moon, is a great time to use sage specifically, if that's allowed in your practice, um, because of its purifying properties. Sage gives us a clean space to work with as the new moon begins. For your cleansing, you might need to wait for other employees too and staff to go home. So this might be a, you know, do at night type thing. You're going to want your own privacy so you can cleanse your space. Number two, sort it all. For this one, I would make three piles. Non-negotiable items, you know, like your computer, keyboard, your phone, stuff like that, are going to be in one pile. Supplies would be another pile, things like your pens, paper, whatever you need to, you know, do your work. And then decorations and knickknacks would be in the third pile. The non-negotiable items really are just that. You don't have a choice, right? You, you must have them back on your desk. So these are going to come back to your desk first. Before you bring them back, though, be sure to clean as best you can. There are air blasters for the keyboards, you know, to get into those little itty bitty spaces. 
There are cloths that work great for monitors. And I would disinfect your phone with a sanitizer. You'd be surprised how much makeup or, you know, just dust and debris gets on our phones. You can also disinfect your keyboard and mouse. You know, while everything is turned off, you can wipe them down too. Next, look at your supply pile. Do you have 15 pens, but you only use one or two? It's so easy for our desk to accumulate stuff. And this is your time to sort it all out. Simplify, reduce, and declutter all of those extra things you have added to your desk over time. Once you have the basics of what you need, really what you need, bring them back in an organized manner. Let's hold off on the last pile, you know, our decorations and our knickknacks. Don't bring those back yet. Make sure your desk is highly functionable with the non-negotiable, non-negotiables, with the non-negotiations and supplies first, and that you are both visually and physically organized with what you have added back to your desk and space. We'll circle back to the decorations at the end since I have a bunch of great tips for those. Now our witchy insert for number two, sort it all. I would say, um, I would say something to your desk items when adding them back to your space. You know, one by one, this can be setting intentions with the items. Some like to do maybe a blessing after setting intentions, but be intentional either way with the energy you are giving your items as you set them back on your desk and in your office. Number three, Indeed says to divide your desk. So what they mean here is having a designated space for each of your essential items and your work type. So this in turn will help you stay organized if you know what space the items should always end up in. We know throughout the day, you know, papers get scattered, things get added to our desk, work piles up and stress happens. But if you have a designated space for everything, at the end of the day when you are you know, tidying up, you know exactly where it goes back to and you are able to end your day just as you started with a clean and organized desk. So think of you know, chunks of area that are work zones and designated spaces, and that's how you're going to divide it up. So witchy insert for number three, I would say, what is your number? Do you always do things in a sequence of three? Maybe for you, things always need to be even or odd numbers. Think of what speaks to you on a deeper level and then bring that energy into your desk when you divide it. I really like things in threes. So I have my main desk separated just that way. I have a phone area with a bunch of flowers and right now it's a little bunny grouped together. I have my main computer and a stand that you know, lets you elevate it so you can work standing up. And then the third section is a little grouping of files. So I keep um, this theme throughout my office pretty much in every little space you look. Things are grouped in threes. But whatever it is for you, implement your number into your space. Number four is consider storage options. So not all desks have a bunch of storage in them, so you might need to get creative here. If your desk has a drawer that you can organize your you know, pens and paper in, whatever desk supplies you need, great. If not, what can you add to help store your items? Maybe it's a decorative jar for pens and scissors and a letter opener. Maybe it's a basket to hold your papers. Be aware of what the end result will be when you're done so that you're not adding clutter by creating storage. And by this, I mean, you know, our eyes assess everything. So the more we visually have to look at, 
is just more of what we need to process, really, even if it's just at a glance. If you have a cork board or even a bulletin board, declutter that too. You can have a quad-like system on the board and each of the four sections represent a specific space for the type of notes you're pinning to it. Or if you're like me, have three sections. Know your number and keep repeating it. So witchy insert for number four, um, depending on how much leeway you have in decorating your office, there are so many things that can help you get organized and create storage that are not those boring old boxes. Hop on Etsy and do a search for you know, witchy storage or um, witchy desk. And you can find lots of different areas or rabbit holes you can go down <laughs> for decorating your office that way. But you can use like an old apothecary cabinet for your envelopes and supplies. You certainly can repurpose wooden boxes that maybe have a triple moon symbol on it or maybe a moth. Lots of options really for storage and incorporating visuals that will make you happy and spark joy. Number five indeed says to tether your cables. This is a big one for me. I personally hate to see cords, not just at my desk, but in my home too. And I have a big one right now that I need to fix right away at my office desk. It's a large extension cord for my calculator and the cord is directly under my feet and a huge eyesore when entering my space, both for me and my clients really. So tethering your cords can be a safety step as well. It's just an accident waiting to happen to have things out that we can trip on. There are a bunch of great options you can buy or you know, ask your boss to buy to help organize your cords and cables. So witchy insert for number five, what's your witchy color? Is it purple? Well, get purple cords to tie your cables. And then when you tie them, say something about how tying the cords together are bringing you power and success to your work. Not a binding spell, but you know, something to bring energy to the cords when you tie them together with your specially colored tether. Number six is an inbox in an outbox. If you have the type of office that other employees are dropping work off to, you might want to invest in an inbox for sure. And then maybe an outbox so you have a specific area that is for incoming work and work to file or hand off to someone else. I am guilty of forgetting projects that get dropped off to my desk and get mixed in with the many piles of paperwork I'm already working on. By you know, creating an inbox, you know what still needs your attention. And if you also incorporate a to-do list to your daily routine, you now know exactly what needs to be added. So would you insert for number six, make your in and out box unique. We all know, you know that standard tray on the corner of the corporate desk. Don't get me wrong that <laughs> the tray serves a purpose for this very thing that we're talking about. But maybe we use or repurpose the wooden box our last crystal order came in or the create our herb order arrived on. Maybe you make your own and add something specific to your witchcraft practice to it. Maybe you have a gothic font that you can use to spell out inbox and that itself will remind you of your practice each time you see it. So do you here. Number seven is prioritize your workflow. So I have a saying in my family that piles are good. This actually came from my mom's previous house, which backed up to a creek and was home to a good amount of feral cats. She would feed them, and ultimately I got her to make many, many different piles of food so the cats did not fight. Somehow the term piles are good <laughs> has been used in random different facets of life now, 
and is a bit of a running joke. Uh, that said, you don't actually want piles and piles of work at your desk. You want to prioritize and only have the, you know, quote unquote project, if you will, as the one in front of you. When creating your system of storage, you'll probably want to have you know, designated areas of urgent projects, to-do projects, and then maybe some rainy day type projects. So you prioritize your workflow and have everything organized. You should also prioritize your workflow with your work week. I highly recommend using a calendar to schedule meetings, you know, plan work and organize time. Which you insert for number seven in prioritizing your workflow, I will go back to your number again for the piles. If it's three, then three piles. Also tie into the days of the week for help with your office projects and prioritizing your workflow. The only day of the week I have not done yet on my podcast is um, Sunday, which is coming up though. Um, so, so far I've got Monday through Saturday and you can go back and listen to those for more details. But basically Monday is a moon day. It's a great day for organizing your list and kind of starting your week. Tuesday is Mars day. This is a good day for battles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you never want to assume Tuesday is going to be full of fights and battles, but doesn't it seem like that just kind of happens? Uh, Wednesday is Mercury's day, big communication day. Thursday is Jupiter's day. Friday is with Venus and Freya. That's all about love and friendship. Saturday is Saturn's day and Hecate's day, right? Great day for protection and defense. Um, and Sunday is a Sunday. It's all about power, healing, protection, and money. So number eight indeed says, um, add a personal touch. And we're going to save this one along with that part from step two of sorting things where we, you know, kept out our decorations and knickknacks. This is an area that we can really focus our witchcraft practice on and personalize things. So number nine, keep a notebook close by. This one can be a lifesaver, you guys. If you are like me, I'll read an email asking for something from a client. and It feels like I will remember the task and you know what needs to be done. <laughs> but after nine hours of working or whatever, by the end of the day, it somehow gets lost in the shuffle and I forget. So by keeping a notebook or running, you know, to-do list next to me, I basically can add things as they come up. Even better, I love marking them off as I complete them. So witchy insert on this one, there are some really fun witchy day planners and notebooks that you can use for this step. And probably you can be pretty witchy witchy with it um, since it's your notebook. It's nothing that you're going to be sharing. All right, number 10. Ind Indeed says, get a trash can. I did think to myself, hmm, I would assume a trash can, or a cycle can, or a shred, you know, something is next, <laughs> next to everyone's desk, but maybe not. Indeed felt the need to have it on an actual list. So I, I personally have two cans, one for trash and recycling, and then one for shredding. I do empty the cans weekly, uh, sometimes daily, depending on how fragrant my lunch was. Uh, but yes, cans uh, do help organize the waste, and they are important to have at our desk. Uh, so witchy insert for this one, you know, if you go antique shopping at all, there are usually a bunch of cans that you could easily convert to a trash can for your office, especially if it's more, you know, for paper or recycling things that are not fluid or wet. Lastly, Indeed says to reassess frequently. I, I could not agree more on this one. 
you can do all of the steps here and complete an amazing makeover on your desk. And guess what? Work happens. Life happens. And time is not always favorable to keeping things organized. No matter what routines we put into place for, you know, keeping chaos away, little by little, clutter creeps back into our space. So reassess often. I promise it'll be worth it. Do you need to start over from scratch? Me? Probably not. But do take time to look back at what life has brought and how to do some, you know, routine maintenance to keep your desk in order. So witchy tip on this one, again, tie up with the moon patterns. Um, If you love the moon phases like I do, you will probably recognize five-ish distinct, you know, phases of the eight that we have or, you know, some variation thereof. These will be the dark moon, the new moon, uh, waxing moon, full moon, and waning moon. Now, if you really dive deep, both the waxing and waning moons have phases that are um, gibbous and crescent. And there is a first quarter moon, there's a last quarter moon, which are, you know, halfway points between the new and full moons. Um, For us, though, in the reassess frequently portion of our witchy workspaces, I would do this last step during a new moon. This is about new beginnings. It's when the moon and the sun are perfectly aligned. This happens each month, so it's a perfect time to coordinate your fresh start at your desk. You don't need to start over with step one each time. Hopefully, your desk has not lost all progress in 30 days. But setting, you know, designated time aside for just this general process and a fresh new start is great during a new moon. Okay, now that we are all organized, let's go back to the personal decorations and knickknacks. There are so many different witchy directions we can take on this one. Now, if there is something specific to you, first and foremost, start there. For me, it's crows. Now, it's easy for me to decorate with crows since the name of my business is tied to them. It does not you know, trip any major alarms of me being witchy. Uh, I am in the broom closet, and I have no immediate intention of coming out. So my office space is decorated accordingly. Cute, but neutral. If you can or want to have more witchy, identifiable items in your space, that's perfect. For desk decorations, uh, first one I've got is to follow the wheel of the year. And you can decorate for in bulk, Ostara, Beltane, Litha, Mabon, Sawin, and Yule. Um, second one is Elements. That's uh, a great one to work with. If there's one you specifically are drawn to more than another, focus on that. Or you can have something on your desk to embrace all of them in the balance. So for air, um, that's east, fire south, water west, and earth is north. Uh, each of the elements have things tied to them, right? Air can be feathers, wands, incense, bells, and brooms. Fire can be candles, lamps, uh, swords, daggers, anathema. There are a bunch of letter openers that look just like anathema, by the way. Um, water can be cups, cauldrons, shells, and of course, water. <laughs> uh, earth can be a pentacle, salt, crystals, plants, plants, more plants, flowers, and herbs. Uh, wood is also good for earth. Three, I've got, you know, that you can tie the elements into their perspective time of year. Instead of having one, you know, on your desk, you can swap them out like every quarter. So air is spring, fire is summer, water is the fall, and earth is winter. You know, maybe you want, uh, for four, I've got 
Um, but maybe you want decorations that honor your specific type of witchcraft practice. I don't know if anyone falls into one category specifically, nor do any of us really want to be boxed into a description. <laughs> that said, there are some general definitions that may inspire your decorations. There is kitchen witch, green witch, uh, lunar witch, sea witch, eclectic witch, cosmic witch, divination witch, death witch, crystal witch, forest witch, fire witch, and on and on. <laughs> and if you're like me, you are probably a combination of a handful I just mentioned. And number five, I've got that you can decorate with a specific deity in mind and honor them with many of their signs and symbols at your desk. And six, of course, if fairies and the fae are your calling, there are a bunch of options for decorating with that theme. Just remember, the decorations are the last thing that we're going to add to our desk. And when we do, we want to do it in a simplistic manner. Remember that our eyes categorize everything each time we look at it. So the more we have to take in, the more we have to process. Even if it's for a split second, we process. So don't clutter. Uh, be intentional to what you now bring onto your desk. This is going to be personal, and it really should bring you lots and lots of joy. So there you have it, a list of good and practical ideas to make your desk organized, functional, and witchy. Now, I did write a poem for today's podcast, so I will go and grab that, and I will be right back. All right, my poem for today and our office witchy desk in an organized desk is this. Clean it, sort it, divide into three. Consider storage for all you see. Tether cables and get your piles. An organized desk brings us smiles. Prioritize and add your touch like an old weathered family hutch. Something personal just for you. A witchy thing that's tried and true. A feather here and a bell there to represent the element of air. A beautiful green plant for earth to show her value and her worth. For fire, add a fragrant candle to honor the power that we can handle. For water and its emotional ways, a chalice helps get through our days. A witchy desk will grant us smiles and bring comfort to our piles. So clean it, sort it, and divide we must, for an organized desk is what we trust. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really had a lot of fun getting this podcast organized so I can get my desk organized and make it a little more witchy. Be sure to listen next week. It's all about crow and raven magic. I'm so excited. I can barely stand it. And Annika will be joining me again to help navigate us through all of the amazing ways we can work with crows and some very, very special magic that happens with them. But for now, that is all I have for you this week. Have a great rest of your week. Have a wonderful full moon and eclipse. And I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes. 
a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft practice into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to send me a personal note, please email me at info at witchyworkwishes.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes.